Welcome to Dancing with Gravity, my podcast into the life of a juggler. My name is Cyril Rabat, I'm your host, and I'm French. Deal with it. I've been a professional juggler for the past 25 years, and in this episode, I'm gonna bitch. This came from my wife's... Um, feedback that as a French man coming from Paris so French is already a pretty um, disadvantage and coming from Paris is, is really like the cherry on top and I just have the tendency to bitch all the time um, it's it's not just a um, a saying that French people are bitching all the time. It's actually true. And I am. So I've been um, bitching a little too much in my private life. And she suggested uh, casually that I could use my podcast to bitch a little bit. And even suggested that the, this episode should be called um, The Bitching Frenchman. So here it is. Um, I want to bitch, but I, I also want to try to make it constructive if it's possible. I mean, that's the illusion I have anyway, being French Parisian. I have the illusion that all my bitching is actually very constructive. That's why I do it. I wouldn't do it, right? But my idea from this podcast is to go through the process of being less stupid because um, recently I've been really struck by how uh, stupid the world can be and specifically the American society which I'm living in right now and when I say that I don't really I'm not targeting American people because I I experienced uh, very clearly that stupidity is uh, very well distribute everywhere around the world in every kind of community and every type of culture. So it, there, there's no one culture that has monopoly on stupidity. Although in America, uh, right now in present time, uh, 2019, uh, it's pretty prominent. Uh, even at the top of the top of the political system right now, if you know what I mean, like stupidity is really uh, taking over. But um, it's not really something uh, that uh, America has any kind of monopoly over. So it, it's really not directed at anyone. Um, it, it's more about talking about stupidity in the human nature, which I have a hard time understanding or reconciling my thoughts uh, with uh it it it's really stri striking me to my heart and and it's hard not to be depressed i feel uh, when i look around and i see that level of stupidity so here's my remedy and uh the remedy is quite simple but it's not easy to do um the, the process is simple the pattern is simple, but I recognize that it's not 
it's not an easy process. It's it's a hard process. It's it's tough to put yourself um, in that process. And so it's, it's simple in a sense that it's about zooming out. And after traveling the world for 25 years and seeing really different cultures and not just seeing but living in different cultures and being uh, pushed and sometimes forced to to adapt and, and accept the different cultures I was in, I realized that what brings um, understanding and acceptance and a certain level of wiseness, I don't know if you say that word, but like, word, but like being wise, is to zoom out and being able to look at the big picture and seeing... Um, seeing life and things on another scale, a bigger scale. And that gives um, anyone who does that the ability to put into question their ways and the reality or like the status quo of reality they're in their day-to-day life. And I um, encounter that people that are the most stupid are the people that do not, um, that don't have the capacity to zoom out of their bubble. Like their, their life resides in a very small bubble, uh, both geographically, like they, they don't, travel much they just stay in the same place in the same city town state whatever it is even even country and don't go out uh, of their way to experience other kind of uh, cultures and ways to live life and so they have the tendency to bring things um, reduce things to their own little world and believe that the way they live their life is the way to live your life because and i'm not really judging here in the sense of i mean i am when i say stupid i am judging but i say that just to be provocative in french so it it's not really about the judging here it's more about um just the fact that it's it's hard to be able to get perspective and it's understandable if you live your life in one way your entire life and you never encounter other ways that it's hard to conceive that your way of living might not be the only way of living and that actually your way of living could have some flaws or some things that are not necessarily um perfect or right or just or whatever it is so i'm seeing that a lot right now it's like in my face all the time when i go around when i meet people when i talk when i see how people behave with each other and i feel there's a relationship here in people being able to have a bigger perspective and understanding and acceptance of differences and it's actually linked to uh, the capacity to to change your circles like to 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 go in different kind of communities and and spend some time with other uh communities spend some times with other 
uh, uh, people from different places, from different cultures, from different countries, from different background. It, it really is about um, um, going out of your way and out of your habits. Um, that, that's what creates um, this perspective on yourself in a way it's like because you go in another country and you experience people living in a completely different way then you it helps having a perspective on your own ways in your own life and in the way you're doing things uh yourself so that is really um happening when you travel uh, when you go and meet people from a different community, uh, a different race, uh, a different uh, background, um, and you mingle and you and you mix and you and you not don't necessarily go there to bring your way and convince everybody else to like adopt your way. Which, which when you think about it that's how america was created like catholic from europe <clears throat> came on ships and came here and put missions and uh just told everybody like hey th th now there's a god and there's a way to do things and you're all going to do that and if you don't then you're just going to kill you and and you're, and get rid of you yeah, I'm realizing that it's, it's, it's actually hap that's how it's been happening f since forever. But in a way, when I think about it and I look back, before we had telecommunications and, and technology and internet, and even before internet, like radio, like before radio and all that, like there's a point where people could not really communicate between you know, far villages or far cities or countries. Like it was really rare for someone to be able to travel. It was either you're uh, rich uh, in the aristocracy or um, in the part of the king government or ambassador, stuff like that. And then you were able to, to travel. But it was like a very small percentage of the population or maybe you were a troubadour. You're a, a performer, a circus performer, and you're traveling around, which is also a very small part of the population. So at that time, it was really rare to go out of your way to like just even like get out of your freaking villages. So I, I remember reading somewhere that at one point in history, people would like know the 10 miles radius around their villages. And that's it. That that was that would be as far as they would go throughout their entire life because uh, there's no need but there's also no way to really like just you know travel a hundred miles walking it's like why and and, and it's going to take three weeks to get there so you see if, there, if there's no like a real important life and death reason to do that nobody would really do that they would just you know, grow in the villages, marry the neighbor and and keep making kids and growing crops and, um, I don't know, cows. And I mean, I don't know, like the whole farmer thing, like from 300 years ago. 
So I, I believe that at that time, if people were stupid, it didn't really matter because people were separated and everybody was in, in their own bubble and nothing much was happening. Although it was because then empire were created and they thought they had the best lifestyle and the truth on everything. And then they would invade their neighbor or even invade Australia or America, another whole continent and force everybody there to, to change their lifestyle to their own. So, I mean, there were big problem, but on a local problem, stupid people were not really a threat. Really. They, they were just, in their bubble and they would stay in their bubble forever. The challenge is nowadays, every freaking stupid person has a way to connect to the entire world and throw up their bullshit on internet for the entire world to see. And in a way it's like, even like, equalizing i don't know if if it makes sense but like making it's making equal their voice with like someone else that's an actual expert in that field and dedicated their life to do it and has a deep knowledge and understanding of, of all the the parameters and the the powers at play and that person is going to have the same kind of like um, like not impact, but like the same platform to express themselves than the freaking stupid person that is just seeing the world through the lens of their small bubble and is just gonna um, sp- sp- spit some venom, venom on venom on state on 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 online. And that, that's a tragedy. That's a tragedy because it's, in a way, I feel like democracy was um, dreamed because, you know, stupid people were in little villages or big town or everywhere, but they didn't have such a big impact. They could just like, you know, talk among themselves, but that was it. But I'm not sure democracy can function if actually everybody has the same voice, because everybody's not actually equal. I mean, you know, we should be equal in rights, for sure. But we're actually not equal in 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 what we can bring to the world. I mean, it's obvious some some people are actually don't give a shit about bringing good into the world about helping the planet to 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 be healthy about helping their fellow human beings to be healthy some people are literally evil and taking advantage of of everybody else and in america i'm really um struck to see that a lot of the system in place are actually there to take advantage of human beings and what's crazy is that those systems were created by human beings. So it's like, in a way, like human beings are being, how do you say that? Predator, 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 uh, 
prédateur in French, prédateur, pr yeah, to fellow human beings. So let's say it the other way because I know the word prey. So like human beings are prey to other human beings. It's crazy. It's like we're actually killing each other or taking advantage of each other instead of like seeing each other as part of the same family of being human beings and like wanting to support and help each other and and thrive and just not necessarily like you know push on everybody else's head around you to for you to to be able to like be a little higher above everybody else but this is what it is like there's this harsh competition or competitiveness embedded in the american culture specifically in like the big cities where everybody's hustling just to thrive and survive and be better than everybody else and i i, I just don't if if you do that in a sense that you're trying to better yourself i think that's amazing but if the goal is to be better than the neighbor then what's the point what's the point there's winners and then there's losers and then the loser and then how many losers are there right now it's like the majority of the population is losing in this system the system is actually making a very few people extremely wealthy and healthy because they have access to all the amazing um, health care we created throughout history. But like most people can't afford to, to get it. It's, it's like it's ridiculous. Like we're in the most rich and powerful country in the history of the world. And a huge percentage of the population cannot even afford to get the the health that that is the best in the world. Like, it, it's just it doesn't make any sense when you when you zoom out, and that's what I'm talking about. Zooming out, it's not about being in the my. Uh, this is the the worst in the American language. It's like micro and macro. Like freaking, what is the freaking difference? For, for me, a French ears person listening to that is like macro, micro. It's like, what is the freaking difference? So the, the small one, like micro, like the small one. When you, when you look at the small scale, you can, we can, we can argue there, there's going to be some people that are, you know, like thinking more Republican or more Democrat or center or whatever it is. And then everybody has their opinion and this and that. But I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about zooming out. I'm talking about the big scale, like the macro scale. Like look at from a bigger, like another standpoint. Not a standpoint of like having your own opinions based on your little bubble where you were born how you grew up what are your little values because of the people around you and you're in reaction to the whole society but i'm talking about like a more a bigger perspective like philosophical perspective of like we are a human race and we're all sharing a planet like i get it there's differences in culture there's different countries there are borders there's a lot of stuff that human being created 
to differentiate themselves, differentiate themselves. And it's great because we have different cultures. We have different things on the planet. It's awesome. But we eventually, like you, at one point when you zoom out enough, you realize that we're all in one place. We're all on Earth, on planet Earth. And there's just one planet Earth and we're all sharing it. So it's like there's a point where you zoom out that you realize that we're actually sharing things we're not competing for them. You can't like put a whole country on a spaceship and throw them out on, on, on Earth. Like even though whoever from whatever country don't like another country and a whole other, you know, like, I don't know, the worst conflict ever that comes to mind is like Israel and Palestinian. And they're like killing each other for the past 60, 60 years. And it's like, but you can't just eradicate all of them. You can't put them on a spaceship and, or, or like kill them all, like, like create a genocide. Like, okay, if you can't access those two solutions, we're here on the same freaking planet. We're stuck here on the same freaking planet, which means whatever you do that is against the health of the planet or the health of another human being, you're doing it to yourself. And I think that's what people don't get. People don't get that we're actually killing ourselves by, by not helping or providing to our fellow human beings. We're actually doing that to ourselves. Polluting and destroying the planet is actually going to kill me. So me being careful about what I eat, what I drive, how I drive, how I behave is actually me like raising the bar towards myself. It's not even towards other people. In a way, behaving in a good way is very selfish. I'm doing that for myself. I'm doing that for my children. I'm doing that for the people I love. And behaving like an asshole and destroying the planet or destroying communities by creating stupid product, by whatever you people can be doing that is evil in the world and that is actually taking advantage of other human beings and uh, destroying their health or their community or whatever it is and they're having a negative impact in the world is actually against themselves. They might not notice because they're in their little bubble and they have their fancy car, fancy house, fancy whatever, and they think they're, uh, I don't know, above or in a different reality. But the truth is we're on the same planet. So whatever we do that is fucking up the planet or the community or the people around us is actually like a boomerang. It's going to come back in your face. And I don't understand why people don't get that and why people keep behaving like assholes and, and stupid human beings. And I really believe it's a question of perspective that they're, they, until we have the capacity to zoom out and step back and have a perspective, of, like be, look at the bigger picture and understand 
that we're all in it together, I think people, it's easy for people to behave like assholes. It's easy for people to, um, yeah, it's easy for people to uh, ignore all that and just be assholes. Right. I think that's a pretty good point here that I'm trying to make about bitching. And I've been having all those thoughts for weeks now in my head. And I've been really wrestling with that concept. And I've been really uh, lit up by stupid people that I encounter or Entitlement also is a big one. Like when I see people behaving like an entitled little pricks um, and just taking, taking resources, taking other human beings for granted, taking um, people being gentle and generous for granted in, in being a little prince and princesses of their own little bubble really uh, gets to me probably because I was like that at one point in my life. And so I was no better. And and I had to go through the hard uh, experiences of, of understanding and realizing how stupid and how, how much of an asshole I was to actually do the work on myself to, to grow from that. And now that I'm perfect, yeah, no, that's not what I wanted to say. Now that I did that work and I'm still wrestling with it, and I now that I'm aware, in a way, when I do behave like an asshole, I, I, I see it and I can't stand it, so I have to keep working at it. And it really pisses me off when I see people around me that don't do that work, that, that just take everything for granted and um, don't do that work, basically. It's... it's, it's uh, it's frustrating for my children. It's frustrating. I mean, it's it's frustrating me for the sakes of my children, of humanity, of the planet. And 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 I don't I don't know what to do about that. Like the only thing because I, I I'm like I'm kind of like very empathic, and I can f- be very powerfully impacted by that, like emotionally. And it seems to me that getting tough and 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 tough and tougher in a way and and, and um, not giving it any kind of uh, attention or any kind of value is is the way to go. But at the same time, it feels a little bit like being an ostrich and and putting my head in the ground and not looking anywhere. And I, I don't know, I'm still wrestling with that concept and those ideas. And and I still don't know what's the answer. For now, what I want to do is refocus on myself and do everything I can to share and, and try to help the world grow. Uh, get wiser and zoom out and that that's really what this is about is 
what about zooming out and seeing the big picture? And instead of being caught up in our day-to-day, in the little paycheck we're running um, after, and the little brunch we're going to have this weekend, and the little what my friend said the other day that was a little misplaced and that really was a big deal and just waiting for the weekend to get fucked up to forget that we're doing a shitty job that we hate this whole week and just repeat it again and again and again and again until disease hits and cancer hits or an accident hits and makes us realize oh shit what did I do for the past 20 years of my life I'm doing the th- something I hate for a paycheck that gives me the power to buy stuff that I don't really need but I think I need because everybody around me has it and thinks they need it so I probably need it too but there's this like um emptiness in those lives that we live if you don't zoom the fuck out and ask the bigger question what what are you here for what is the higher purpose of your life what are you bringing to the world at the end of your life you look back what good did you bring into the world did you take advantage of people did you help society get more medicated and fucked up or polluted or did you actually bring um something good into the world health and and enlightenment and or or joy uh, entertainment like healthy entertainment and and uh i mean things that are positive positive and uplifting the community and the society to strive for a better um harmony overall you know it's and i think it's pretty uh simple to like um have a like moral judgment back on yourself and seeing if you're actually doing something good or not uh, I, i think if you can say right away yeah actually i think i've got this covered and i i am really doing what i can to help what at whatever level it is it can be a help this one person next to me living in this building or it can be helping a whole um continent to get something better for their health or whatever you know and it doesn't really matter the 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 scale what matters is the impact is it actually a positive impact or is it a shitty selfish even sometimes evil and destructive impact and if you can't answer yeah i'm pretty cool and i'm good on that it probably means the other way around you know it probably means you're going to start trying to justify and analytically intellectually justify what you're doing well yeah but i need that paycheck because i need to pay the mortgage and i need to pay this and that and that's when i'm asking zoom the fuck out i mean all those excuses and answers are because of you're in your bubble you're in your small bubble you're you're in a small bubble that was 
defined by where you were born and the society around you and the few people around you. But we're talking about like a handful of few people around you. I'm talking about zoom the fuck out and looking at the earth and looking at the history of human race from like a global perspective. From a perspective of all of us. And it's not some hippy-dippy bullshit. It's actually pretty deep. And it's actually, you know, like, as far as we can zoom out right now, maybe in the future we'll be able to zoom out and actually see that, I don't know, maybe there's alien life and maybe we're going to meet them and maybe we're going to eventually talk about, like, a cosmic um, life and, and, like, different not just different cultures, but like different um, beings, like different alive beings in the cosmos. And then, and then what, you know, how do you think about that? Is it like those stupid movies of independent day and we need to like kick, kick their ass or, or are we going to like show up and, and, create like some sort of cosmic community i mean i'm digressing here because i don't know if there's aliens there are probably aliens i mean the the cosmos is infinite so it's like it would be it's so egotistical to think we're we're the only one in like a a cosmos that a galaxy that that we can't even comprehend how big it is and how infinite it is and then we're we're just the only people around I mean, people were the only beings alive around there. It's like, it's impossible. It's ridiculous to think about that. It's like the lottery. Like, yeah, you probably won't win the lottery, but there's still people winning the lottery, right? Like the lottery is going and it's very rare, but there's still some people winning the lottery. I read somewhere that you had the same amount of chance to win the lottery that being hit by a meteorite coming from outer space and so that's pretty slim but it doesn't mean it doesn't happen there's people winning the lottery every day you know it's just like all right whatever this is far out but it's like yeah maybe one day we'll have to zoom out even more than i'm even conceiving right now because i'm actually keeping my bubble based on planet earth and, and what's happening globally on the planet Earth, which is pretty good already, I think. But maybe there's another step and it's like the solar system and our galaxy. And maybe one day, like going from galaxy to galaxies in the cosmos. Who knows? So if I'm able to like just dream about that, I, f I feel like everyone has the capacity to do that. And I really feel like this is our next step as a human society is like to be able to zoom out and emphasize and understand our neighbor, neighboring countries, neighboring people, the people that are not in our community or in our circle or even in our, on our continent and understanding and not, it doesn't mean like accepting everything. I'm not saying we should all accept each other and hold hands and da da la 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 and, and, and do a dance. It's not about that. It's, it's about understanding. Then you can make 
opinions that are actually uh, based on real data, not just your own biased judgment based on a personal, um, like a personal cultural uh, construct that is not even you. This is just the construct you inherited because you were born where you were born. All right. I'm going to let you think about that a little bit. Let me read the outro for you. I, I did a modification, so I want I want you to pay attention. So if you find this podcast valuable, you can support it in many ways. You can uh, rate it, review it, share it. And you can also buy juggling props on playjuggling.com and get the promo code in the show notes to get a discount. The Dancing with Gravity podcast is researched, engineered, produced, edited, edited, and performed by me. And the theme music is composed and performed by Head on Television. Thanks for listening. And remember, failure is an essential part of juggling, but failing is not the problem. The problem is not learning from your failures. So get out there and juggle, fail, learn, repeat. Yeah.